Hi everyone, it's Raja. I'm one of the administrators for the FRACGP prep group uh, on Facebook, which is a free uh, Facebook group for all candidates um, prepping for the RACGP trio of exams. Uh, and I also write questions under my banner, KFP prep, using the platform kfponline.com.au. Uh, first of all, this is podcast number five. Um, a lot of candidates have contacted me since the recent RACGP written exams um, as to plans for what to do next. So I thought I might sort of collate some of the questions and um, discuss uh, what my opinion is on some of those questions. Well, first of all, congratulations to all the candidates that have just sat the exams. Um, you've obviously spent a lot of time preparing for it. Um, hopefully you've conquered the exams and now is a time to enjoy. As you know, the RSUGP stipulates that the candidate has to pass the AKT and KFP exams in order to be eligible to sit the um, OSCE. So uh, I feel that it's a good time to spend some time with family and friends and also do the things that you love and enjoy the most because burnout is a real concern. So remember, you need to have enough energy and stamina and mental capacity to be able to um, plug on and study for the OSCE when the time comes. So once again, congratulations. And I think it's time to just sit back, enjoy and catch up on what you've missed during your preparations for the written exams. The second thing is, it's probably obvious, but you know, obviously do not share the RACGP cases um, online or on Facebook or forums or emails, etc. In the sense that obviously um, you don't want to be recognised as someone who's plagiarising RACGP's work. Um, so there is a expectation that the candidates um, who have set the exams um, don't discuss the cases in an open forum. Now, you may be tempted to discuss cases. Um, I sort of say don't do it only because, you know, you're likely to find out that, you know, one of the questions here or there that you might have actually stuffed up. Um, and it's going to make you feel worse. So, um, so you know, why take the risk? Just enjoy the moment. You've done the hard work. Nothing can be changed. So, you know, um, discussing cases is not a great idea in my opinion. Now, the uh, OSCE prep. So when is a good time to study for the OSCE? Look, I think a good time to study for the OSCE, you know, properly in terms of, you know, prior to the exams would be when you know that you've passed the AKT and KFP. I don't think, you know, candidates need to seriously study um, for the OSCE prior to the exam results coming out for the writtens because, you know, unfortunately, if you haven't passed one of those components, you've just wasted all that time trying to study for the OSCE, which you may have to do all over again later in the year anyway. So my sort of recommendation to candidates is that just wait for the results and enjoy the time. However, there are a couple of things that I recommend that candidates start thinking about. The first thing is registering for the OSCE. I think you can register for the OSCE um, now if you wanted to, um, and you can register for the OSCE after your results come out. Reminder that you might not get the place that you want most if you leave the registration for the OSCE till the last minute. So, you know, I suggest that you register early if you've got enough funds. Of course, these OSCEs are not cheap. And then if you haven't passed the exams, then my understanding is those funds get refunded. But you might want to clarify that with the RACGP prior to registering. Every year, there's candidates who miss out on registering for the OSCE uh, 
or if they've registered, they miss out on the exact place that they want. So if you're in Melbourne, it makes complete sense for you to sit the OSCE in Melbourne. But if you leave the registration till too late, then there's only, you know, limited number of spots for candidates. So don't leave it till too late is my uh, recommendation. And every year there's a candidate who thinks they've paid for the OSCE, who registers for the OSCE or thinks they've registered for the OSCE, um, and then realizes close to the exam time, oh no, they haven't actually registered because the email hasn't gone through, the click button hasn't gone through, the credit card payment hasn't gone through, there's been some sort of you know internet failure, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the fault of the RACGP is happens, yes, it, technically it does happen, and that's in the minority. The majority of candidates are actually at fault. So therefore, it's really important that when you register for the OSCE, you get a confirmation email, print it out and keep it. If you pay for the OSCE using your credit card, then print out the statement and keep it because there's evidence that you've registered and paid for it. And despite that, if the RACGP doesn't allocate you a seat for the OSCE in your preferred location, provided they have some seats, then of course the fault lies with the RACGP, then it is up to them to fix the problem. This has happened in the past, although it's not very, very common. Most of the time the candidates think they've got a space, but they actually haven't actually registered. So every year this happens, so be careful, click on that button, make sure you've registered and have evidence and proof that you've actually done that. Now, in terms of those couple of things that I recommend OSCE candidates do now prior to the exam results of the written's coming out, number one is practice your structure. If there's one thing that's going to save you in the OSCE, it's going to be your structure. Candidates get really, 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 really fixated on the diagnoses, on the management, but it's what structure is that's going to get you out of trouble. The OSCE may not be straightforward. Some of the cases can be quite complex, but it's meant to represent an average um, session in your general practice. Okay, so um, having a good structure means you don't miss your history, you don't miss parts of your examination, you don't miss certain investigations and your management structure. The second thing that I implore candidates to do is time management. And the best way to do time management is in your daily practice right now. So here's an example of something uh, that you could try in your daily practice. Before you invite the patient over into your consult room, open the patient notes that's waiting to be seen. Spend three minutes reading the notes. Don't look at the clock. Try and train your body clock for three minutes. Then bring the patient in and allocate yourself eight minutes or 19 minutes, depending on what type of patient it is. And then do what you need to do, address the patient's concerns, take a history, perform an examination, provide management plans or investigations in that eight minutes or 19 minutes. And try and do it again and again and again. Because there is one thing that's certain. If you run out of time in the OSCE and you haven't covered all the elements of the OSCE, then you will not get any marks. Anything that you do or say after the bell goes, you won't get any marks. So time management is critical. You're not allowed to wear watches and and smart watches and take smartphones and sometimes there are no clocks in the um, consult room either so you know you need to be aware what three minutes is you need to be aware what eight minutes is you need to be aware what 19 minutes is and i i recommend 
that candidates start prepping for that time management right now. But in terms of the nitty gritty of the actual OSCE cases, you know, how to do the supraspinatus tear examination, how to do a shoulder examination, what management steps would you do for iron deficiency anemia, all the nitty gritties. Now remember, you should have all that knowledge already because you've just spent three or four months studying for the written exam. So all of that knowledge should technically come back to you um, at the time of OSCE preparation once the KFP and AKT results come out. So those are my main tips for now. I will um, specifically do a OSCE, OSCE podcast if you think that's relevant. So if you think that's useful, then uh, shout out uh, on Facebook and I'll try and do that for you near the OSCE exams. But meanwhile, congratulations once again to all the candidates that have just sat the KFP and AKT. Enjoy your time, catch up on your family and friends, catch up on the things that you've missed out on and do the two main things. And that is practice your structure practice your time management. And of course, make sure you register for your OSCE. Don't miss out. Thank you.